wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You can't have a relationship with a person if you can't communicate with them. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques that all come out to this under one umbrella. This framework, this idea, this business, this brand called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to become a master communicator. And before I get into the topic, first of all, let me tell everybody, as I do every day, that I send out this daily motivation text every day to everyone who's in my text community. If you want to receive that text that's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, all you have to do is send me a message at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out that daily motivation text, since you're on my list, you will be a recipient of that message. So again, that number is listed down below in the show notes. And as an added bonus, you can actually respond to those messages and you'll be texting directly with me. All right. All that said, let's get into our topic here today, how to become a master communicator. I want everybody to understand that this topic is not limited to and is not just for somebody who is, you don't have to be a front facing individual in your business or in your profession for this topic to apply to you. So you don't have to be somebody else who's out there authoring books or doing a podcast or trying to do speaking gigs for your ability to communicate, to master this ability, because it will help you. It will help you no matter what you're doing. All right. You could be a, with some job where you don't have to talk to people. When I run in the mornings, oftentimes I see the guys picking up trash because they go out around and they pick up trash at like four or five o'clock in the morning. You could be a guy who drives the trash truck or throws the trash into the back of the trash can or somebody who comes in I've worked at restaurants before. When I was a teenager, I worked at some restaurants and there's a cleaning crew. Often when I run in the mornings, I see these people too. When I run past the restaurants, I see the cleaning crews who are in there working, cleaning up the restaurant from whatever happened the night before. You can be one of those people. You still need to master communication skills because these skills not only apply in your day-to-day life, they also apply at work. They apply in your relationships. 
they apply in every single thing that you do. Okay. So you don't have to be doing any of the things that you see or hear about me doing in order for your ability to master communication to be pivotal and vital to your success in life. Why? Because communication is everything. Communication is everything simply because life is all about relationships. That's what life is about, is about the quality of your relationships. At the end of your life, you are not going to be thinking about, man, I could have or should have made more money, or I should have sold more copies of my course, or I should have signed more copies of my book, or how many followers you had on Instagram. You're not going to be thinking about that when you're on your deathbed. What you're going to be thinking about is, who are my relationships? Who's or what relationships do I not have? What relationships did I allow to die because I didn't stay on top of them or because I simply wasn't able to build them or communicate with the person what I wanted to communicate? That's what you're going to be thinking about. And the only way you can build and strengthen a relationship with another human being, think about this, is through your ability to communicate. There's no other way to build a relationship with a person aside from communicating with them. You have to communicate with them somehow, some way, right? You can't have a relationship with a person if you can't communicate with them. It is an added bonus when you can utilize your communication skills at work and in your profession in some way that you know, drives your income and your revenue. But that's just a bonus. All right? You need communication skills for all of life. So everybody needs to heed what's going to be shared here today. Everybody can use this no matter what you do. Point number one, I'm going to talk today again, how to become a master communicator. Number one thing you can do, and this is in no particular order, all of these are of equal weight, to master your communication skills is to read more often. Read, R-E-A-D, read. The reason why reading helps you in your communication is that, number one, you can learn directly from a person who's really good at putting words together. Most of the time, if you're reading a book, that book somehow found its way to your consciousness and you know about it, that's probably because the book is at least well-written. Even if you disagree with the points, the book is probably well-written. Even if you don't like the story of the book, if it's a novel or something like that, the book is probably very well put together because most people who are out there publishing their words and they're doing it as a way to generate business and those words found their way to you and of the millions of books that are out there in the world, you found out about a certain book, either that person's been doing it for a long time and or they at least have some editors on their team who are making sure that their words are communicated sharply. Either way, you're going to be reading and learning from a person who's really good at putting their words together. Again, even if you don't like the conclusions that they come to or the story that they tell or the point that they have or the perspective that they're speaking from, you will like the fact that they were able to put their words together the way that they did. All right. That's the reason why it matters to read. Reading will help you and your understanding of how words get put together. The more you read, the better of a writer and speaker you'll be and better just communicator overall, because first of all, let's remember that communication is not only how you put things out to other people, but also how you take things in. So the more that you read, you are learning and picking up on how other people are sharing things and you're taking them in. Secondly, you will see how people are putting words together, which will help your ability to put words together in written format and in spoken format. So these are all benefits of reading. In the episodes that I've done on public speaking, one piece of advice that I give people is to read out loud. This is a really important piece of advice. Why? Because, so first of all, let me tell you what to do. Find your favorite book, any book. It could be a magazine too. If you like reading magazines or blog posts, it could be anything, anything that you like. Read it out loud every single day. Spend time every day just reading out loud. You want to be a better public speaker, read out loud. You want to be a better communicator, read out loud. Why? Because when you do this, you will subconsciously start to pick up on the patterns 
of putting words together that the author uses, whoever the author happens to be. The more you read out loud, you'll get better at putting those words together. And again, you can read something that you've already read before. Take your favorite book and just read it out loud to yourself for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, every single day, whatever amount of time you can commit to doing this. And you will start to pick up on their patterns of putting words together simply because you're doing it yourself. So reading is not only a way for you to learn, it's also a way for you to indirectly study the good writing and good skill in putting words together that you like. So pick something that you already like, read that out loud so you know it's good. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is how to become a master communicator. Number two is to write. So you did the reading, now you got to do the writing. Now that you have studied good writing of other people, it's time for you to actually become that good writer yourself. So what you will do is sit down and actually write out your thoughts. Take what you're thinking and write them down. Here's the reason why writing matters so much. Because writing takes more effort, more focus, more time, and more energy than speaking does. It's much easier for me to speak to you here through this microphone than it would be for me to take these same ideas and write them down. It takes way more focus for me to write them down. It takes more time for me to write them down. It takes more energy for me to write them down. It takes more everything for me to write this down and put it into words. It takes more energy for me to write these books than it does for me to record this podcast this masterclass. Why is that? Because I can say things, I can give you a hundred words spoken out of my mouth faster than I can write down a hundred words spoken. And the way that we speak and the way that we talk are completely different. And the way that you read words and the way that you hear words are different. They're different modalities. So it takes a lot more effort to write things down. That's why you want to master the skill of writing. This will help make you an even better master communicator simply because most people suck at writing. There are people who could put words together speaking and they sound great, but ask them to sit down and write something and the level diminishes significantly. Let's just put it that way. Written words and spoken words touch on different modalities because a written word has to be looked at with the eyes while the spoken word is listened to with the ears. We're just taking it in through different part of our body. So if you happen to be in any form of business, notice that all thought leaders and experts usually do a considerable amount of writing. All right. Any of you who is a thought leader, you're looked at as a leader or a high performer in your field. You probably do a considerable amount of writing one way or another, whether you're writing emails, whether you're writing memos, you write books, you write journals, you write articles, some other form of written publication where you are expressing yourself through your words, but you have to have them written down. High performing professionals publish their thoughts in writing. This is just a simple fact. Another thing about writing that you should note, is that usually we believe things more when they're in writing than when they are spoken to us. Do you agree? Think about it. When you make an agreement with another person, which one do you believe more? A written contract or a spoken contract? A verbal contract. Verbal contracts are easy to break. How many times have you seen somebody say they were going to do something, didn't do it, then when you remind them what they say, they conveniently forgot. But if it's written down, they can't forget, right? That's what we call a receipt. Has a longer life. Now, if you got them on camera saying something, that's a different thing. But even that, People find a way to conveniently ignore that. But something that's written down, it lasts longer. Written material is more believed, it is more trusted, and it does not lose its value as quickly as a spoken statement, but has a better chance of standing up in a court of law. A written contract or a verbal contract, like I said, if I sent you a link to a YouTube video from 10 years ago, you may not like it. You may say, well, I don't want to watch that because it's old. It's a 10-year-old video. But if I sent you a book that I wrote 10 years ago, you might not even notice or care that the book was written 10 years ago. All you care about is that it's a book and is new to you. This is just human nature is that we value the written word much more than we value the spoken word. Spoken word in 
the form of content comes and goes, but the written word doesn't come and go. People don't discredit older writings the same way they discredit older spoken things. We just value that written word. And this is why your skill of putting your thoughts into writing matters a lot because it's valued more. It has a longer shelf life and is simply more trusted and is more believed when you can put your thoughts in writing than when you are merely speaking them out. So this is why you need to work on your writing skills. And the way that you do this is you need to sit down and you need to consistently write. This is why somebody like myself, the host of this show right here, I write a lot. If you're on my email list, you know, I'm sending out three, four, five, sometimes six emails every single week because I am consistently writing. This is the way I've been able to put together so many books because I'm always writing and I'm always reading. The reason I'm able to create the amount of material that I do is because I'm consistently reading. That's where I get ideas from, from reading stuff that is going on in other people's worlds and other things that people are talking about and experiencing. Point number three, today's topic again is how to become a master communicator. Third thing you got to do is speak. So you did the reading, you did the writing, now you got to talk. This is the form of communication that most people think of when they hear the word communication. So when I said how to become a master communicator, most of you probably thought about, well, yeah, that's Dre's going to tell me how to put words together better so I can talk better. Speaking is only one piece of communication, but it is a piece. The more you speak, the better you will get at articulating your thoughts. All right, simple as that. The reason speaking is valuable as opposed to writing is because you can share more words in a shorter period of time verbally than you can in written format. If I need to, really need to get a point across to you quickly, it'd be easier for me to call you and say it to you than it would be for me to write it down and text it to you. But if I want it to be more believed, I want to write it down because the written word, again, has more value than the spoken word. Think about when you're in, just going back to the idea of writing, think about when you're doing a business deal with somebody or somebody makes some kind of offer to you or somebody makes some kind of claim. One of the things that we want to see is put it in writing. Now, there used to be a commercial back in the day. I don't remember what the product was. But one of the things that the people, the message that the commercial was giving was put it in writing. Whatever you're saying to me, put it in writing. Let me see it. Now, you are saying that you're making this claim, put it in writing. Let me see that in the written word that you actually believe this thing that you're saying. Don't just say it. Prove it to me. Show it to me. Let me see it with my own two eyes. Right. Well, when we say that I believe something when I see it with my own two eyes, not when I hear it, but when I see it. So as they say, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. So that means the things that we see with our eyes. We give more credibility to that than the things that we just hear with our ears. That's the reason why now, the written word matters so much, but the spoken word matters too, as opposed to writing, because you can get things out faster when you're speaking than when you are writing. You can just share more in a shorter period of time. This means, all this means, when it comes to speaking, you want to have both of these skills, by the way. I'm telling you how people see each one, but you want to have each of these skills. You must be precise in your words. You want to get precise with your ability to put words together because when you are speaking to a person, let's say you and I are in a direct conversation, we're standing in front of each other talking. When I'm speaking to you, I don't have as much time to think about what I'm going to say as I do if we're having a text message conversation. So you could text me something to ask me a question. I could take 15 minutes to formulate what I'm going to say as an answer. But if we're standing in front of each other talking and you ask me a question, I don't have 15 minutes to think about what I'm going to say. I got to think on my feet and give you an answer right there on the spot and articulate my thoughts quickly. So that's why speaking matters, because when you're speaking to a person or you're speaking on stage or you're speaking on like on this microphone right here, 
you don't have as much time to kind of think about what it is that you're going to say. So there's a value in that because when you're having direct conversation, you want to be able to do that. At the same time, there's a value in being able to put things in writing when you do have time to think about it, which means since you have more time to consider what you're going to say when you're writing things down, it should have more substance. It should be more substantial and it should be more concise when you're writing things and more clear when you're writing things than when you're saying things simply because you have more time to put it together. So you see how each of these has its value depending on the situation that you're in. So I could take a week to write an article, for example, but if I'm saying it face to face with you, I don't have that luxury of time. So this is in addition to the fact that having somebody look in your face is usually more stressful if you want to look at it like that. It's more stressful than sitting at a laptop or typing on your phone by yourself to say something to another person in writing. This is why I really enjoyed observing people because I was president of Toastmasters in Miami Beach for two years. And I enjoyed observing people when they would get up on that stage. And again, this is we would have our meetings in Miami Beach, the Botanical Garden. It wouldn't be that many people in the room. The biggest meeting we had might be 30 or 40 people in the room. Sometimes we have 10 people in the room. So it's not like there's this huge room. And most of the people in the room, we knew each other. Uh, we all knew each other. So it wasn't a bunch of strangers and we weren't being graded or paid for this. But it would still be interesting to watch people, how their energy would change when they got in front of a room full of people and they had to share their thoughts. That's one of the reasons why Toastmasters is a valuable experience for a lot of people who want to work on communication, because it's a place where you can get comfortable being uncomfortable if you find it uncomfortable standing in front of a group of people and talking. And you have to speak directly to them, speaking your thoughts. It's not like you're you know, reading some document that somebody else made. You're speaking something that you came up with on your own. And that is an uncomfortable space for some people to be in. But the more you do it, the better you get at it. Moving on to point number four. Today's topic, once again, is how to become a master communicator. Fourth thing you got to do is converse. So you got the reading part down so that you're taking in other people's examples. You got the writing part down so you can put things together when you have time. Speaking, which is dealing with people impromptu right there on the spot, or at least impromptu in terms of what you're going to say often. And now you got the conversing part. This is the part where you actually take all this and you put it into live engagement with other people, conversing. This simply means having conversations with other human beings. That's what it means to converse. So the speaking part, you can practice that by actually talking, like doing what I'm doing right now. Get on a live stream, turn the selfie camera on on your phone and just talk to yourself. Tell your life story in five minutes or less. Get better at putting words together in combinations to where it sounds concise, to where it sounds smooth, to where you sound confident and when you feel good about what you're saying. So that was the speaking part. But on the conversing, conversation part. In conversations, you are not only speaking, but you're also giving other people a chance to speak while you listen. Remembering that listening is just as much a part of communication as speaking is. And all of what people communicate, much of what people communicate is nonverbal. Remember that. It is not just the words that you're putting together, but it's the things that people are not saying. It's how people say things, it's their tonality, is their energy, is their eye contact. All of those things have significant impact on how you are taking in what another person says. So this is where you can practice your observation skills, which is not just what you hear, but also what you are seeing and also what you are not hearing and what you are not seeing. So your ability to listen and your ability to observe, listen to what is not being said. So now to have conversations with other people, you actually have to be around other people. And you have to actually talk to them. So this is not something that you do from couch, from your couch. This is not something you do on your phone. I mean, you could do it on a Zoom or a FaceTime. But what I'm talking about here when I say converse, I mean, actual in-person conversation where you could actually shake somebody's hand. They're really actually physically there in the same space as you, not on the Internet. So if you want to master communication, 
You need to be around actual human beings in real life, in the flesh, actually communicate, speak, and listen. Not only will you get to practice your own skills, you will also notice how other people do things. And if you're surrounded by quality people, you will pick up new skills from others. If you're around other people who are good at communicating, maybe even better than you, you will get better at communicating simply by osmosis, just by being around them. You'll start picking up on their skills because we know the law of association. You become the average of the people you spend the most time with. That's why a place like Toastmasters is great for many of you who want to get better at communication simply because you're around a bunch of people who are looking to work on their communication skills. And maybe some of them will be worse than you. Maybe some will be on the same level as you, but there's inevitably going to be some people who are better than you. And those are the people you can learn from if you're observing and paying attention, noticing what they're doing. And good thing about being in a group like that is that your association with them is you can approach them and ask them, hey, how do you do this? How'd you get better at that? How can I work on this? What do you think about that? And in Toastmasters, they do that. We do evaluations of each other so that you can see what you can get better at. And you find people who are better than you in that group. Ask them, let them tell you. And these are all ways you can get better at communication. All it is because communication is the key to your relationships and relationships are the key to life. All right. That is going to be the biggest thing that you're going to be looking at at the end of your life is what are your relationships? Who's by your side at your deathbed? Who are the people you can call 20 years from now as opposed to the people you can call today? How many relationships will you be able to build and maintain? And those relationships are all based on our ability to communicate. You can't build a relationship without it. So recap in today's class, which is how to become a master communicator. This topic is not limited to business and professional pursuits. This is about all of life. All relationships are based on some form of communication. So what do you do? Number one, read. Reason why reading helps is that you can learn directly from a person who is really good at putting words together. Most people who write books and publish them, they usually are really good at doing it and they at least have people helping them do it even better. So those words are put together in a very good way. Well done. And the more you read, the more you will learn. You can start to notice these patterns of putting words together. Number two, write. Now that you have studied writing from other people, it's time for you to actually become a good writer yourself. So sit down and start writing. Write more consistently. I don't care what you write about. You just need to get better at writing. And you do have to put the time in. You have to put the effort in. Notice that all high-performing professionals have published their thoughts in some form, whether a book, a journal, an article. They're writing emails. They're writing memos, some form of publication. So written material also, remember, is more believed than spoken word material. We want to believe something. We need to see it in writing, not just hear somebody say it. Number three, speak. This is a form of communication that most people think of when they hear communication, but it is only one piece of the whole puzzle. Speaking is valuable, though, because when you're talking to somebody in live conversation, you don't have time to think about what you're going to say, at least not as much as you would when you are writing something down. So you have to get better at this impromptu type of conversation because you have no idea what another person is going to say or what might come up in the moment. So you want to get better at doing this. And the more you do it intentionally, the better you will get at it. So one way you can practice speaking is turn the selfie camera on your phone, look at yourself in the eye while you're talking and talk and get comfortable looking at yourself while you're talking. If you're not comfortable doing that, then you're not going to be comfortable talking to another person. You can't talk to yourself. And number four, conversing. This simply means having conversations with other human beings and such conversations. You not only speak, but you also listen. Remember that listening is just as much a part of communication as the giving it out. You also got to be able to take it in. And I'm suggesting you do this in person, in the flesh, where you can physically shake hands with another person, not a Zoom call or a FaceTime. I mean, in person, because then you can pick up on a lot of the nonverbal cues that people give off that you wouldn't notice if you're on a Zoom or an internet call. It's actually being in person, talking with human beings. Toastmasters is a great place for this or any place where people gather and you can actually talk to them. You're shaking people's hands, introducing yourself, listening, talking, all of that. This is how you master communication. You need to do more of all of these things. You want to get better at it? 
join me at workingyourgameuniversity.com. I can help you with this. You can see all your options for working with me directly and text me. Go to 305-384-6894. Text me to send me your text so that you can get my daily motivation every single day. Again, 305-384-6894 and workingyourgameuniversity.com so you can work with me directly. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.